0: And I'm bringing this in. Quick on it today. No ma- No messing around. Ooh. All right, then. There we go. That's done. Right, then. Back in the house. Another week. These weeks are flicking by, aren't they? Starting to. I can't believe it. <laughs> the holidays are going to be ending soon. <laughs> yeah. we we'll are back
1: at school soon, yeah, like you said.
0: I know. It's like, uh, I can't believe it. We're in June.
1: Even for June, I think they're saying.
0: Yeah. All, all schools to be back uh, this month, apparently. She's a bit crap. Yeah,
1: put your camera down a bit, because I can only see like the top part of your head. Is that so, better? That's a bit better. All right. A little bit better, yeah. So how's it going? Alright. All yeah, I
0: have going been um, I've been real busy this week. I've been doing more in the garden. Um, lot of garden, lot of digging. I'm going to build a wall this weekend. So I've got my bricks together. Trump, st- Trump style. Yeah, I'm going to great wall of. Uh, you what know, I'm going to build a wall, and I'm um, going to get my cement this afternoon. I'm going to. Well, I'm building like a little three course wall to put a little pond in it.
1: Yeah, Very handy. we've been doing a bit of gardening actually. I think it's uh, weather, Everyone's out gardening. It's yeah, interesting though. Let's get right on it. Did you get? Did you see that thing I just sent you?
0: Yes, I did. I'm gonna, I'm gonna share it. So give me. Yeah, just
1: day. share it. So this is. Doesn't link to it, it. It links like it's when you talk about the music industry and you talk about how people could make a living these days from the music industry. It's actually so much harder than you'd think.
0: Oh, I know. I looked at your stats.
1: Did you see them start? Yes. So you talk for you talking. I think that one I just sent you was all about how many streams per month are sales. Well, yeah, streams are different to sales. It's really weird, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Because
1: if you could sell something for a pound, if you can sell something for a pound every player for a pound, then people have been making quite a lot of money, but they're just not anymore. Obviously, because streams are different. Because once somebody's bought something, they can play it as many times as they want. So when once someone downloads something. They listen to that 100 times, but you never, I guess it's a bit weird, isn't it? How it all works out. But you, for you to make a pound, somebody has to listen to it for about two, three thousand times. Oh, god, yeah.
0: Do you know, before you sent me this, I saw some stats about Taylor Swift. Um, do you know if yeah. do you know she's the biggest artist on Spotify? Spotify, have the biggest market share of all streaming um platforms. She ain't right, not to be sniffed at, but she ain't four hundred thousand dollars last year. Bear in mind, she gets 0. 0. 0.06 cents, whatever it is, per stream. $400,000. Now, going back to the old model of selling records, it would have been a massive difference in income, right? So, so for the one of the biggest artists right now, which has a lot of streams, $400,000, it ain't really what it used that to be, is it? So you think about the little artist... Nah, you, you can't make any money off music like that. you got to do something else. You
1: can't make any money. You can't... I mean, I don't even think that like are making money from... From uh, gigs and stuff like that anymore. It's mad there's been a few... Really, I mean, Hull's had loads of really good bands, have Yeah. If you take bands that have been unsigned... <coughs> but then, I don't know any band from Hull that's really... Captured that market from streaming. I don't know if anybody's ever made
0: No, it. not in this new age. Um, Definitely not what I could think of. I mean, do you know... So, like, we have to make artists now have to make music as a freebie, as an incentive to get people to come to the gigs, really, and buy more into that artists. Because your music sh- is almost given away. Because if you don't give it away, people will take it anyways. And it's not like walking to a record shop, picking up a record, sticking it in your pocket, and walking out not paying for it. It's people that have that connection with it, so they'll download <laughs> music for free, won't they? And, and not not think about it as stealing.
1: Well, YouTube's free, isn't it? You just listen to it on YouTube. Lots of people do. Just watch the videos.
0: Yeah, and it, and do you know what? Right, do you know? It is a good thing about looking at these top platforms. YouTube's a massive platform for listening to music. Spotify, Amazon's, I think, is the fifth biggest one. Now, here's where I think you can find your unique selling point as an as an artist. And this is some, but it doesn't apply to all genres of music because you think about Taylor Swift. Their listenership is relatively young, and they don't care about high fidelity. They're not really, are oh, they? Looking for a pop song and whatnot. Now, you look at Tidal which stands, separates itself because they offer a hi-fi premium service and they stream um, high resolution files. So if you're like in the high-end market, if you like what they call an audio file and you're really into the, the sonics of the music and you look to like Pink Floyd, for example, because you like the, the real high production values of it, streaming and um, streaming on Tidal would be your best bet because they offer 24-bit, 192 kilohertz resolu- um, streaming. You don't get that on other streaming services. So people go to Tidal, like myself. I pay for Tidal um, because I like to stream high quality stuff here at the shop. Because I every mean, it's all the same stuff on. Pretty the much, pretty much. But you what you you'll, what you'll get um is uh more deluxe editions of albums and stuff like that. So do you know, for example, I know. Do have, so do they have karaoke versions of songs? You're not going to get any of the. Car- you're not going to get any of that. You will get. <coughs> well, so it's so, so, so right, I've jumped the gun here, but um. Looking at Tidal, it's owned by one of the big owners, Jay-Z, and Jack White and Alicia Keys, I believe. And they, they apparently, artists get paid the most from Tidal. So if your, your work's on Tidal, you'll get more money from any other place. I'm not quite sure how much more, but apparently they do pay more for it. It's one of the things it's owned by artists, run by artists sort of thing. But they differentiate themselves on this concept that you can have the, you don't have to have it, but you can pay for the high premium version, which is just a hi-fi version. It streams higher files. No point buying that though, if you're listening to it on your phone or your crappy little whatever. You've got to have the the kit in place in order to get that. Um, It's, there's a a new bit of technology in that.
1: How much is Tidal
0: then? So you can pay uh, 9.99 for the normal version or 19.99 for the premium version. A month? Yeah. It's pricey, but if you think about it, if you're not buy, if you used to buy a record, what one record a month, then it kind of covers that. Um, it is pricey, but if you, I mean, don't get me wrong, I I, I
1: download loads of music. I, I, I do. I, I have I download loads and loads, but I have Apple. I've got obviously I've got Spotify as well because so that's free. But I've got Apple, but so for the better sounding quality, it's an extra ten pound a month. For time. Yes,
0: but here's the here's the big snagger right? You got have gotta have. A decoder, we, right, so there's this new bit of technology now. This is where um, there's a thing called MQA, which stands for Master Quality Authentication. And it's you'll look at a track and it'll have uh, the normal version, the high-res version, and then the MQA version. Now, there's a, a bit of a, a divide in the um, audio file community, if you like, the audio world, about what's better, high, just a high-res file or an MQA file. And... Um, Sometimes an NQA file sounds really good and sometimes it, it doesn't sound any different from the, the, the high-res version. But what it what it really means is that when they master a record in the studio, the there's a bit of software devised, devised by a company. Oh, it's escaped me now, but they have a um, bit of hardware. And it what it does, it takes this high-resolution file from the mastering suite, not the recording studio, but the mastering suite, and what the engineer is hearing, he can fold it up, this massive file, Send it down the internet, and it reopens up at your end, and it's exactly what the artist supposedly wants you to hear, right? Providing you've got a nice system in your house or wherever, right? So, and in order for to have this MQA file, your bit of hardware at home—I've got a, a, a DAC, which is a digital to analog converter, which does that for me. A little blue light comes up saying I'm receiving the MQA file. If the blue light don't come up, you aren't getting the MQA file, so you have to do some more stuff, right? So, what you're supposedly getting is what the artist wants you to hear. That's the, the beauty of it. Now, if you're sharing mu- music on Napster or wherever, uh, or just streaming it, you're not going to get that. But that's fine, because some people don't want that. Taylor Swift fans probably don't want that. But people of, like, uh, albums that are just less commercial, but highly produced and stuff like that, they maybe want that. So, um brings me back to this new... F- it's almost like a new format. So, the more people... uh say embrace technology the hardware side of it to start looking for mqa files so it's almost giving you a new revenue stream as an artist to to spend more money on your production again instead of just doing lo-fi stuff um and selling an mqa file or streaming an mqa files you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's a new it's a new new wish um revenue stream for a lot of artists because you can have the, the mp3 you can have the the, the high resolution um Flac file, which stands for uh, basically it's a lossless file, it's a high resolution file, and then you can have the MQA file. It's just another an outlet. So is
1: YouTube, Spotify,
0: they're all MP3s, aren't they? They're all they're all uh, MP3s or MP4s, really. If you've got watching a video, people play, upload an MP an MPEG. Video so file. If you're
1: listening to Spotify, Spotify, so what you're saying is you lose a bit of the, qualifi- the quality f- on Spotify. Yeah. The beauty, do you know, if, what I mean? if, you're, if you've got a decent system. Yeah.
0: Now, now I think I think Spotify do offer a a, a, pre, <coughs> uh, a lossless version now because um, a lot of people are moving in. And the reason why is it, your phone now can have, your phone can now decode MQA. Some phones now can now, um, uh, decode MQA. So you could download and stream on your phone get the MQA file, and then run it out to your Hi-Fi, which is going to have a better fidelity than your phone speakers or a good set of headphones. Um, the thing with MP3, it's actually really clever technology, and it 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 shapes so do you know, like, the audio spectrum. Let's, um, how would I put it? It takes off the real top-end information and the bottom-end information and gives you, like, the stuff that you can hear real easy, if that makes sense. So imagine the whole audio spectrum... Um, from 20 hertz, where we can hear, to 20,000 hertz, uh, 20 kilohertz, right? So it's a massive range. That's what the human hearing is. Now, if you want to send data down the internet, um, there's a lot of waste. Before we had big bandwidth and we could stream high-definition um, movies and that lot, Sending an MP3 on the internet. If you took a all of the information we don't hear from the top and bottom and just leave the, the real good bit in the, in the middle... Um, you can send a, make a file go from f- uh, 10%, basically. So if a file was 300 megabyte, it's now 30 megabyte. And then you can send that in a few seconds, and it can store loads from on your phone. So that was the beauty of MP3. And then what happened is a bit of psychoacoustics came into play later. Your ears could hear the harmonic, and then it it, it it then your brain would paint the fundamental frequency in there. So you're actually sort of tricking yourself into hearing a bigger spectrum than you actually are. And that's the beauty of MP3. That's how, it, that's how it worked. And then because it was a um, smaller make- file, people could host them on servers and then pass them around and f- send them files and emails. So that's where it really took off. And I remember when we gave my first MP3 play, it was a little Packard Bell thing for like 30 quid about, oh, I think it was in 2004. And um, I couldn't believe I was blown away that on this little thing in my pocket powered by a little battery, I had like uh, 10 albums on it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because someone I knew had an, an iPod and they showed me it, and it was way yeah, out my iPod, yeah. way out my price range. I looked at it like, God, that's amazing. Um, But I wouldn't pay 400 quid for it either, do you know what I mean? I'd pay 40 quid for mine. Yeah, I bought
1: an iPod second hand, I think, my first one. And it already had all the songs on it, so I was quite
0: lucky. Yeah. Yeah, that is really lucky. But do you know what was really tricky with streaming? Uh, and I still sometimes get cut out by now. Do you know, syncing your, your stuff? And then I think a lot of people got real... Frustrated, like, why you had to sync stuff because, um, with iTunes and iPods, this they still try and keep you in that ecosystem and they don't want you going out of it. So, you know, like, we can file swap files easily. Apple tried to corner the went, market. You
1: went a minute, you went a minute
0: there, mate. I didn't get your Sorry, but So, So, I was going to say is one of the downsides of the early uh to like MP3s and stuff was the fact that if you had an iPod, which was probably the biggest one to have, um. People got real frustrated and confused by using iTunes, you know, syncing stuff. Um, and the fact that yeah, if you right, bought it a just s- syncs automatically, doesn't it? Yeah, and then if you had an MP3 file, Apple would, like, wrap it up in their what's called the ACC file, which is, like, sort of their version of it. And it it was it's a little bit tricky to navigate. And some people got frustrated with it. Um, but I couldn't understand then why, like... <clears> like <throat> do you remember LimeWire? I don't know if it exists anymore, yeah. but people got loads yeah, we spoke of... spoke about that before. I yeah, guess. well, yeah. So, like, that... That was an amazing place to get music for free. So going back to that thing about making music, uh, making money off music, you think about the way people are accessing it now. Um, They don't want to pay for it. So as an artist, I think you need to make money by your gigs, by your product, by yourself, and by giving away loads of free things, you might be able to get a bit of that fringe revenue from from your advertising and stuff like that. We're talking about the average act. It's not like the big players like the Adels and the Taylor Swifts and the Ed Sheerans who do make some money because there's sheer uh, economies of scale they that they're, they're that widely diluted around they're, they're going to make money. But like say um, a young band coming up and there's five of them and and a one will get a record deal, um, well, good luck. But I don't think I don't I don't think that's the way forward anymore. Now I think I don't you don't think you need it. Some people will though. Going back to our sort of concept in these last few next few shows about the illusion of success. Um, by having a record deal, that gives people who are not privy to what goes on in the music industry, um, that that band might be successful. And actually, when you look at it, that band have got nothing, any other than the fact that they've got they can say they've got a record deal. But well, it's 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 so easy
1: I could start a record company. Yeah, you've started record company. Yeah. And we, you can start one, can't you? Uh, my um, <coughs> to to put things onto TuneCore and to put things on. So to get them on streaming sites, you have to have you have to have a company. Yeah. It says what company you're doing it from, so uh, you have to put a company on. And if you put record label or whatever on it, then it looks like you've got one. There's a few whole bands that have done that. There's a few whole bands that'll say they've got a record deal, and it's more like a, I guess a dist- distribution deal. But distribution deals now, I don't really understand them because it literally for a single it costs you seven pound fifty to put it on TuneCore. Yeah. You can, so is that your distribution deals? So they earn half your rights after that.
0: Probably, if you, yeah, yeah, if you look at the small print, I reckon that when you digital distribution, um, the peop, so you're going through like a vendor, and they're going to put your music on different platforms. Um, yeah, they're going to take some of your some of your money, or like yourself, you pay a little outright fee because they know that the small, really small artist, independent artist, is not going to generate enough revenue to get a little cut. That they might as well get a better share by getting a little upfront bit of cash you know what i mean because you know that well, your it's sales. Bad, it's actually
1: not a bad time then to get into to get into managing bands in some respects if you found a couple of bands that you think all right you could give them distribution deals and just end up taking half of what they want i mean it's not something we're going to do but you could end up just taking it just say all right i've got a management deal for you here i'm i'm going to pay for you to have it recorded i'm going to pay for you to just take a punt on people it's cheaper it's cheaper these days to, be a mani- uh, uh, to manage a band than any other time. So you could just say, right, 50-50. I'll, pay, I'll put you in a studio for a couple of days. You work out a couple of songs, we'll distribute them, send you on tour and see what happens. It's actually quite a, a decent time to be doing something like that. That's why people like Simon Cowell are making so much money. If you notice now, you probably don't watch them, but we've seen them, like the end of X-Factors and the end of uh, Britain's Got Talent. If somebody goes on and... Re- Writes their own song by the end of that episode. Oh, yeah, the
0: stream's up. You can buy it. Yeah, it's like the live so performances, they'll isn't they'll it? They'll
1: say, to, Yeah, so they'll say to him, Oh, you've just written that song, we're going to give you this platform, and then we're, we're going to that, that that company will just say, Right, you only get X amount of money because we've had to spend all this money on doing it. When mainly they're only spending less than 20 quid on promoting
0: it. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know, I think the old dinosaurs have realized, obviously, we could. They don't want to let go of that model because it gives them some sort of empowerment. So, like, um, I don't don't know how to to phrase it, but do you know you say it's a good time to get into management? I don't know if it is, you know, because I think if anyone looks at what they're going to offer them... uh, you don't even need to go in the big studio anymore to record some of it. So, like, you record the product. All they're going to well,
1: my, do. My my, my my thought process there is, if you chuck enough shit, some will stick. So, if you've got the money, if you've got, if you've got the money, and you've got a few bands, and you think, right, well, each of these bands to send out on the road is going to cost me a grand. I might make some money from them. And I'm just saying, if you're that minded, and you've yeah. got the money, and it's something to go into. If I won the lottery, I think, do you know what? I love my own studio, and I'll probably manage and promote bands. Yeah. And just. You know, but, Just see how that goes. Because if one does, if one does hit, then you could you you're into the millions, aren't you?
0: Yeah, I mean, they want but like labels now want to sign like a three hundred and sixty deal where they want a little bit of money off your merchandise because they know that bangs tore oh, relentlessly.
1: that's what I'm saying. You want fifty percent of everything.
0: Yeah, I mean, what was that's the tradi- what traditional deals meant to be like? Of management, like fifteen percent in it, and that's even like a top end deal. Yeah, it
1: was. I think it was fifteen percent once to recoup the money. Right. As well, so also, I think that. So say, say if you got a two hundred thousand. Pound record deal, they wanted their 200,000 pound back, and then they wanted an interest on the 200,000 pound. £200, and because it's more like a loan, isn't it, that oh, gotcha, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: it's a loan. So you get a 250,000 pound record deal, but that's a loan that'll come with this is your deal, and this is the loan that we we've given, you And then eventually, you have to pay that. And if but the thing is, if your band doesn't make the money, you don't have to pay it back, yes. Uh, do you know what that yeah, all it's not like? It's not like It's not like they can come to you years later and say that was unsuccessful. We want our money back. I mean that might (laughs) might do that in the future. It wouldn't surprise me if record companies were suing people in the future for money that they didn't make them back. Well that might be the next step.
0: Do you know like getting
1: a knock on the door?
0: (laughs) Oh god, yeah, imagine that coming for your money. Um
1: that'd be be ruthless, wouldn't
0: it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. do you know if I was if I was in a band if I was like eighteen, I was in a band now. And I was aware of everything I worked in the music industry, but Mister so called Mister Big came along and offered me all that. I still take it because, as you say, why not? Because it's it's something it, I I I don't frown upon it. Um, yeah. You let yourself be exploited to some extent because at the end of the day, if you are a uh, a performer, not an artist, is just let's say a performer, and you want to like play in front of people, you want people to listen to your records, and and you're not oh uh, like you're not like just doing it out of Artistic integrity. It's
1: if you're living at, if you're living at, um, and it, it could just be a job for a little bit. Yeah. And you think you've made it? it makes no
0: difference, does it? Exactly. Absolutely. Right. T- take, take it. And if anything comes of it, comes of it comes. If not, fair do's. But like, um, do you know? Interesting the other day that do you know? Uh, Universal. What's the other one? Sony. And uh, there's another one I've missed. There's four big major players still. And what happened is they lost a lot of the market share. Um when it snaps the thing and there's a transition in the music industry, but they've regained it again. And apparently they've putting the money into the other markets. So now uh, Universal have just acquired um, a record label in India for like m- millions, right? Like multi-millions, like hundreds of millions. And what it is, these new, uh, on Kenya, was a record label in Kenya, they got built up by like uh, Sony or Universal. Um and then now looking at these other markets that are about to emerge and come online, if you like. So Kenya, India, they, um, uh-huh. they're going to start coming up. So they're going to be like almost like um, be ripe for the picking, if you know what I mean. Do you know what I mean? So like, these are massive so markets. They're,
1: they're, what you're saying is they're where we were 20 years ago. Yeah,
0: and that's the other one. Just remind me, I think it was Universal about bought 10% of China's music share. If you like, they, So Universal looking at China, were quite self-enclosed. And thinking, if we at ten percent of that—that's paid debt. Ignore us a lot now. Do you know what I mean? Because we've been sort of rung run, run out. Um So these big. But like you, like, like you say, it, it, it is. The st- I mean,
1: those companies are still. If they're paying, I don't know. If they're paying the performer, what did it say on one of them? One of them charts. It was something like three hundred thousand views gets you forty. Forty dollars, or something like that. It? a day's wage? A day's wage for three hundred thousand? I'm mad. Jesus. Well, I'm I'm on like these a couple of these little group things, where people have where people post. Ah, oh, finally reached twenty. What did somebody put on? Man, there was a girl who did a song with a guy I you know, and it, they put up the streams of what they did that month, and it was twenty four thousand. And I'm like, wow, that's that's brilliant. Twenty four thousand streams in one month. I'd be buzzing. But they didn't even make 20 quid.
0: No, 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 I can imagine.
1: You and you don't even, and, and a lot of them are doing it, bless them. And, and they'll put where they are in the charts, but they'll put up, and I won't name them, they'll put up, um, oh, I'm in the American top 100. And I looked at it and I thought, no, you're not. You're in one of the American charts. Yeah. In the top 100, yeah. there's, there's, there's country charts, this chart, there's that. Yeah. You're not in the Billboard chart, no, no. So, uh, so this faking it until you're making it. A lot, a lot of people are just saying, "Oh, look at me! I, I look how well I'm doing!" And that is, but people like people like success stories. People do attach themselves to that. Somebody would much rather listen to a song that's being promoted as, "Oh, it's number fif- 15 in the country charts in America." To somebody like mine who's who's got no backing or or whatever to it, so you, you can't blame them for trying to blag it a little bit. And say, look how well we do, and it's the same with band photos these days. I've seen so many photos of bands, and you'll see it as well. And it's like propaganda pictures for Donald Trump. <laughs> you know, well they just when they take a picture from behind, you know, like the first three people at the crowd, yes, And all like that, and and they're really going for it. So yeah. that that links you in, doesn't it? You yeah. go, oh wow, I really want, I really want to see what these bands doing. But then it's a bit like the Donald Trump rows, like we say, if a band the came camera around, there's 15 people at the gig. You're like, well, hang on a minute. What's actually going on?
0: That's a really good. You, you hit a really good point there. <laughs> and you put it better than I, I could. Um, the fact that you, what you, what you, people like a success story. And if you, if you think someone's got a chance at success, and they've got some bit backing that, there must be good that someone's filtered all this crap out for you, and that this is the cream. And you get beyond it a bit instead of just listening to everyone who says, "Oh, please listen to us." It's like someone's already curated these. These are these are good. Do you know what I mean? So we'll we'll give these a chance. Um, and the fact that you can, yeah, you... I know. For I, I, my my
1: my thingy, when I've I've tallied them all up from from start that that month where I released that thing. I mean, I did it wrong and there was I made loads of faults, but over the month it had like six, seven hundred views wow. or streams or whatever it is across YouTube and everything else. So that you think, if I probably people only listen to it once or twice. So if everybody had bought it. 10 years ago, that would have been five, 600 quid I'd have made that
0: month. Yeah, exactly. And 10 years ago, or whatever, let's be realistic. Many bands doing a demo don't sell six, 700, do they? Or, so the fact that on a platform like this where people can just freely click through, you've had more exposure than you would if you was trying to sell a CD, at a gig. So that's, it's not all so bad news. I, it's not all bad
1: news. No, I mean, I don't know what I expected. I think in my brain, I thought, oh, I might do 100. In a, I thought it'd be nice to get 100 in a week, but I thought that I'd correlate to 100 downloads and it done. It correlates to a hundred streams, but then when I've looked at it, what you do is I should have put it up on here. Actually, it's quite interesting. You've got an art. You get, you get artist pages, so I've got an artist page. I mean, it's worth releasing the single just to be able to get the artist page, <laughs> really. Uh, um, so I've got an artist page for iTunes, and I've got an artist page for Spotify, and it tells you where in the world somebody's listened to it. A bit like with the podcasting, yeah, yeah. Right? how many people has listened to it wherever. And it's really interesting because obviously people only listen to it once, once it tries tops. But in Hull, um I had one in Poland the other day and I think that was my mate Matt. So that was actually <laughs> that come up. But all them come up to you and it's like, oh, a hundred and hundred players. That would have been a hundred um like I say, a hundred a hundred quid that first week, if you like hundred sales. And then it's obviously gone on YouTube and all that kind of stuff. So it it all powers out of control, and people might only play it for five six seconds. You never know. I, I don't know how long it takes. Somebody, do they have to listen to yeah. the whole track for it to be a stream? I've heard
0: that. I think you have to listen to three quarters of the track for it to class. class uh, count. I mean, that's all right. So that's well, pretty good. That.
1: But like, like, like you say, so five six Say five hundred with you. Yeah, with you. Tune car. So say so five hundred. That would have been five hundred pound. That wouldn't be. That wouldn't be too bad for you first. For your first month, but. The other side of this is I've done it from home. I ain't had to travel anywhere. I ain't had to do anything ever. I ain't had to spend any money on anything extra. But I've probably done well to earn my fucking money that I've put into it back. If I have, I probably haven't. Do you know... Madness. So that's the whole point. So people... It's a shame that people have to fake it in the music industry because when you looked at people like... I don't know. Beatles, maybe not so much. But when you look at people like Dylan's or even Neil Young's and people like that, there weren't people faking it. Mostly there was just people being real in the yeah. music industry. So when's that going to come back
0: around? Right, well, that's a good point because I think what it was, you look at the time scale of it, I think that was like uh, the gold rush, right? People didn't know what they were getting, right? And neither did people handling them. So they had this bit of talent. They had this, they realized, look, people were businessmen. they like your Colonel Sanders, whatever it was called. Looked at Elvis. Looked that if you shake your rips like that, girls go, woohoo, And then all of a sudden there's this like, there's a, he's there's a, a created a demand and there's the market. And then they started looking at all these other things, these trends and stuff like that. And then you got the record industry born, you know, 50s and 60s. You got money going everywhere, right up until the 80s when Rolling Stones had like six limousines each, you know, to get to a gig. And the money was unbelievable and it was grossing so much. Thriller made 30 million in like the first week. This golden age. And then they, that, so that lasted like 30 years, 30, 40 years. And then, God, even a waste made money. Do you know what I mean? That's like relatively new. And then, because people were going out and buying physical CDs and records. Now, I think that's gone now. And I think with that transition period from the Noughties went into this li- limbo, this grey area of how do we make money um, in the digital era? And no one knew. And it was just a bit of a, well, it was a bit down, a bit of a depression, if you like, you in see, the music industry. You
1: see, the, the early Noughties, even like going back to the Panitons and Libertines, they were still selling hard copies, weren't they? Yeah, exactly. And, and and then what what they did is to try and combat the digital era they brought out vinyl people went ah vinyl 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 that that might solve it people might still buy the vinyl on top of of this so i mean that that come back around at a bit of a resurgence but now it is if you're honest with yourself it's i mean there's maybe some people listen to records at home but most people are just listening on the phones and in the cars and on them these yeah. boxes that year Send your phone to, because it's easier, isn't it? Well, I mean,
0: the, in, in many respects. The, the, well, look, the convenience always wins. So the way you could just, I, I acknowledge that people, the way com- people consume music in the car, on the go, on the phone, ignore all this extra, the, the, the audio file market, I keep going back to it, is a niche one, and the reason I, I, I refer to it is because I know that that's where money's spent, right? It's spent on the equipment and it's spent on the, I'll give you another example as well about Harris files, but like the vinyl, the vinyl never went away, right? There's companies, like my, my Rega deck, it's a, a UK company, Rega, made, made vinyl record players all the way through the, when no one's buying records. They're still making top-end, high-end record uh, players because there's a market out there and we're still getting um pressings, but good quality pressings of, of classic records and stuff like that. For example, there's a, there's a label called MoFi or Mo, Mobile Fidelity. And they'll, they'll take classic albums, but they take the classic albums which, and they get the master tape from the studio, and uh, they, they make a really good high-quality 180-gram, 200-gram vinyl pressing, right? And it sounds great. Um, it's not the ones you're going to find in Tesco. You know when you see these so-called, like, you'll see Nevermind and, and Dark Side of the Moon for 20 quid. It's not those ones. You pay a lot bit more money for this pressing because they know the market's smaller, so therefore, and the people who want it, um, uh, there's less of it, so they have to pay a bit more for it. So take like that like, like like tidal. Like, do you know my tape machine? You can actually buy albums on tape, um, quarter inch tape, and they're like 130 odd quid. And you, yeah, I'm not buying any of those, but I make my own, if you like. But um there is a market there for, for high quality audio, but that's a different thing. That it's very nichey, and it's not not your average person. So going back, right, to um what you said, the convenience will win and streaming and YouTube and YouTube music. where you get it now i've not noticed this thing right and it it blows my mind a little bit and i must have spent most of yesterday morning because i was in before i went out and got all my stuff listening to them right because it's just on the telly now i don't know if you're aware you probably will because you've got kids of the same age right but like have you seen these youtube videos or or kids um i can name a few of them uh the Hashak sisters the davis Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right the davis sisters and Matty Braps, or Matty B Raps, so I call him Matty Braps, but, um, you want to see the views they've got? They've got 100 million, right? 100 million, or a song with 20 million, right? And they'll do a really low budget production, There's and one of them's oh. so catchy, the Davis sisters, right, do one called, the uh, Fashion Police, and I keep listening to it, can, and it gets stuck uh, in me. Fashion, fashion Police, da, da. you uh, know it, you see how you know it, right? And you look at, and they're making serious money, right? Because, they're getting, they've got, Many subscribers, right? And I always think always oh, behind this, I think it's the parents going make another one of them videos because you know what that I mean. Because the, the the parents pimping their own kids out on YouTube, right? It's not a bad idea to make some money, but if you look right, kids. But do you
1: know what I'm, I'm saying that as well. There's probably some, there's probably some management companies that find these people on there and go, look, we're going to do a, a, B, and C, and then you're going to earn this amount, and we're going to earn X amount.
0: Right. Well, that's that is exactly right. And now, so I'm thinking, right now, then. Are all the parents ringing around studios going? Oh, I need to get my kid in, produce a little song. No, the management, this so called management companies that will the emerging now, um, I'll be off finding this talent on YouTube. So the A&R guy now is scouting YouTube, looking for his sisters and, and then sending them some stuff and trying to get a connection and doing like a collab with it. Like,
1: it's a bit like going back to you know, like the 1960s America, like that wholesome family stuff, and that's what they want to show, isn't it? And that's uh, yeah, that's what's happening. That's, that's a good point. That's what's happening on YouTube? That's like the under that's that's how they're getting all this because we think about that, all that all that wholesome stuff's gone, yeah. But a lot of it has just gone on to YouTube, yes, yeah, like the Jacksons. A lot of them have gone on to there's a lot of like Christian companies that release songs and the kids and they're all singing on those. what have you seen them? Well,
0: I may have come across them, but the Christian market's like Chris, big,
1: Christian schools and stuff. They'll go right. do like a version. Which one is it? They do like a Justin Timberlake version of one of his songs, but he's so like cleaned up okay. i've got this feeling right you know, like, yeah yeah it's really really quick but the get- maybe it's like 20 30 40 million views it's
0: getting hey and justin bieber were getting some money from that as well because whoever's involved with that yeah so, so there's money going around the pot arrow re- do you know i remember mick do you know mick newton from purpleware and he was yeah, going on and he he made a, like he was he was saying back then or you know, going 10 years ago i now it's but he was saying like the um Playing fields being levelled. You don't need these old sort of corporate entities to make money. Um, and at a time, I used to struggle seeing it because I used to think you need money to make money, and and it's all right. Everyone putting out little blow budget demos, but they're not getting there. They're not getting out. But I think giving him the benefit of the doubt. If you look, take, take this YouTube era where you can see the visual, you can see it all the package. You can you can it is level. You don't need no universal records involved with the hashtag you do, sisters you do,
1: need, you do need some way of promoting it
0: you do you do there you go YouTube it's free is it
1: yeah but how you are get, you getting people to you need to have a YouTube video don't you you need to, you need to have an advert on there and some for people to otherwise it's just if somebody stumbles across it brilliant right well that's so the point
0: taking consideration the algorithm right so you uh, that's going to put it into people's searches and if it's it's, so, so, like, the algorithm's going to do your marketing for you in a way. If you put the right tags and keywords in there. Um, look at the budget of the video, though. They filmed really bad. And that, that's a new look now. That new look, that cheap, tacky look on YouTube, doesn't care to the six-year-old. They're like, huh? I don't, they don't bother that it looks like... Do you remember when Fujis came out with that video, Ready or Not, and it was, like, the most expensive music video ever? Uh, it was, cost, yeah, like, yeah. Think. Six-year-old do not care less. The, 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 you give them that Fujis video or the hashtag sisters, they're gonna go and pick that it one. one it was all about It was all about who's making a really expensive music video. Hundred percent.
1: Kanye West did it in the end. I think Kanye West spent millions yeah. on one.
0: Like, Never to um, be recouped.
1: Touch, touch the sky or something like that. Just ploughed loads of money into yeah.
0: it. It's a clout like thing, a isn't it? Movie. It's like, look at me. I can afford the video. Like I can, bo- I can afford a fifty thousand dollar bottle of Cristal, whatever it's called. Do you know what I mean? It's like you're not recouping your money, but you just, you're just flexing. You know what I mean? By having that video, you must be successful. The tip of the iceberg you're singing. Well, it's
1: funny, just, uh, talking about the music videos as well. I mean, there's a guy from Hulligan. I what near him. He's a real nice kid. But he's got music videos out. And they, his music's quite good. He's got music out where he's next to like big must. I mean, Mustangs probably only cost 30, 40 grand, which is a lot of money still. But I know that that's not his Mustang. Oh, I know yeah. that that wasn't his house. Yeah. I, and I'm like, oh, why? You know what I mean? You could have just made it a bit more. Uh, okay, I get that you want to show off a little bit, but if it's not yours, what are you showing off for? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I, it's what
1: people it. I I've seen the, these little grand videos now with these kids, and they're there in the stood next to the Vauxhall courses, and I, I appreciate that more. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, well, at least they're being real.
0: Yeah, at least it, they've
1: got these are the cars that they're driving. You might be on a beach somewhere or or flexing with your mates. and you're like, that's not yours, mate. Or big gold chains, and you're like. That's probably if that was a real gold cool
0: chain, about ten grand. That's not yours, i I mean, I know you can't see it now, but out my window here, where am I'm in my bedroom here, my boat is just parked round the corner. Oh, you not in the shop anymore? No, I'm in me. I'm in my house. Um, you can't see it. my boat's Just parked there. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah it's just there. Mansion, be but I mean, I made all my money. It made all my money in selling coffee beans. But yeah, it's just That's there. My do. boat. Right yeah, now, can good. See, it looks nice, it, It's a bit blustery though. I kept me hat on. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you know, going back to this thing about, you You know, the kid with the Mustang, right? Do you know Takeshi69, for all his uh, faults, <laughs> apparently... I even like his new song, Goober. I like it. I'm not mad at I'm it. I'm not mad at it either. I, I, I even thought when he did that one, Nicki Minaj was even catchy. What was that one? Like?
1: Brilliant. Mate, I, mate, in my car, I listen to him all the time. Gumbo
0: is a great track, right? But do you know, do you know like, um, apparently... Uh, because he's got, a, an obviously, an eye for image. He knows what he's doing. Um, he, pay, he paid for his videos in the early days, right? So, on that Gumbo video, and the videos look amazing. He had no deal behind him. He just put his money where his mouth was, and then, obviously, got involved with the, the gangs and stuff and all the rest of the whole thing. But he created an image, an illusion of su- mega success. You know, in Gumbo, I think it's Gumbo, whatever, they're all with the crips, whatever. I don't know which is which. The bloods, right? And they've got a bonnet full of money, they got weed all on the, on it and it all that is just been borrowed to make him look like he's the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh then people buy yeah, into that, it. That
1: works if you, if you...
0: And you froze.
1: In, you, affiliated with, that didn't work. Oh.
0: you froze there a bit, but say that again. Yeah, yeah. Come back on now. There you go.
1: I said that way. If, that works if that works if you're from you know that part of America, but it don't work if you're from all.
0: Oh no, yeah. Well, people see right through it, but you'd have to think what's unique to your area and then really play on it. But the UK is a yeah, different no, thing. Listen, six, six,
1: nine, I, I, I quite like him. I quite like him. And like they say, there's no honor amongst thieves, is there? Nah. Nah. Um, I think he was. Get, I think he was getting ripped off. I think he was getting. Um, he was getting used and abused. So, I'm, I, I, listen, I don't see him lasting a long time if he carries on like he's doing.
0: <clears throat> I,
1: money on his head
0: somewhere, isn't he? I remember when he was doing his Instagram post by going to Chicago, Um, one of his rivals. Um, I think. But he was walking around at like midnight or something. Yeah, well, there was beds tweeting in. It was dark, so everyone's was going, this is like three in the morning, right? So, But yeah. he had this sort of like way of trolling people and getting so much media attention it was ge- it's genius.
1: Troll, it, it's really funny. Have you seen him troll Snoop Dogg recently? No, I've not. He's watching Suge Knight,
0: you know, the guy who... Yeah, uh, yeah. Records. He's
1: watching him on the TV, and he's sat there, like, eating like this, and someone's filming him from a side, because obviously Snoop Dogg's been calling him a rat and all this kind right. stuff. And he's kind of like that, and he's watching Suge Knight, and it's being filmed. And Suge Knight calls Snoop Dogg a, a rat. And he uh. goes, oh! And like looks at the camera and goes, oh, this And, like, looks back and just keeps eating. <laughs> and it's like, yay...
0: Yeah, he's a funny guy. He is, and you know, he's...
1: I thought someone like we should try and get. it... Do you know what? I bet he getting many offers.
0: We should try and get him on. Do you reckon? I yeah, I'll 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 slip in his DMs if the as the kids say.
1: Yeah, yeah, but you, I did think of that last time. I thought, wouldn't it be funny to get someone like him on? It'd oh, be Hilarious. Be like that would be
0: hilarious. I'd it? have him on. I'm going to try. That's my goal this week. Um and, and even the time difference, that that I'll get him on. I'll come here at three in the morning to speak to him. But like, oh, um, yeah, we're off the bed, tweeting. And- oh, of course, yeah, it would. But like, he's, that's all. The whole thing's genius. And you know what? I know they had to go to prison and stuff for a year and, and get f- and be and snitch and be in protection. But he's not taking his new identity. He's still himself, and he's 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 flaunting it, isn't he? So. I don't know. Yeah. He had 100,
1: 100, 180 million views last time I looked. Yeah, it broke the
0: internet apparently when he dropped that new song.
1: Yeah, with two, two, yeah, two million on thingy, which is weird because, well, let's get back to, I mean, listening to a bit of Sean Atwood, he has a few people that was talking about 6 9 different conspiracies around 6 9 But I've got a couple of conspiracies that I'd like to look at. Go on then. I think Brittany Murphy I mean, that's one for us to, to oh, look yeah. at. Well, you know the, yeah, yeah. She was in 8 Mile, Brittany, wasn't she? Brittany Murphy was the girl who, who was, who, who was. she was in, like, Clueless. She was in... 8 Mile. 8 Mile. And then she died. She was, did a few Disney things. But do you know what, what set me off on this path of looking into that? There's a few things, little documentaries, I think, at the minute, which I haven't seen, and it says that something was suspicious because then her brother died or her husband died the year after. Yeah, this is suspicious. But do you know what? I watched that Jeffrey Epstein thing the other day on Netflix. On Netflix, yeah. And there's a picture of him, and he's at the premiere of Clueless.
0: Oh, there's a Clueless
1: sign in the background, and I was like, hmm, that's just. Yeah. I mean, I'm just look. I'm looking for signs there. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah. What's well, part but of the that fun in
1: it? That, that's a definite one left, worth looking into. It's a definite because just the fact that he knew who she was, and he's at the premiere. Yeah, he's in the vicinity. Yeah, yeah. Into that, yeah. You've I'm... got to look into that one. And what was the other one? I, f- I forgot what the other one was, but I watched something last night. And Sky documentaries have kind of come out with this new documentary channel, which for me and you, it's like a. have watched a couple of them now. And they're okay. But it's kind of like if BBC's did documentaries. So they've got one on Hillary Clinton. But I think it's just showing her in a positive light. Right, it's, right. There's no, because Netflix do the opposite, don't they? Or yeah. Somebody else, or, or the, you know, the of it if you like, they'll, they'll do, you do the direct. But at the end of this documentary that I watched last night, it said, in, I don't even know if you know this, in 2019, the FBI have put something into law where conspiracy theories are going to be known as the New Terrorism Act.
0: Yes. Well, it is. The...
1: They're lumping it in with yeah. the Terrorism Act.
0: To clamp you down.
1: If you're... If you're, t- if you if you think differently about something, then you're going to be a terrorist. Because at the end, I watched this documentary and it nearly had me, and I was thinking, yeah. it had things about Pizza Gate on there and it had the owners on about how they, and you're like, yeah, they've not, not got anything to do with this. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're just nice guys. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. And there was a couple of others waiting and they got debunked on there. And you're like, mm, yeah, okay. But then when it said that at the end, I thought, well, they're obviously promoting something here on Sky. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're oh, they've got an agenda. Everybody. They've got an agenda on Sky. Oh, it did make me think, like, like I said last night, I was thinking, oh, are people just crazy? Is it just a load of crazy people.
0: What like? was you saying then? So, so, Sorry for putting, what was you saying? That conspiracy theorists can be seen as terror- an act of terrorism? An act of
1: terrorism.
0: Is that because, like in 1984, they call it double speak, and you're going against the narrative, right? So, yeah. And then look at that website we looked at the other week where it says, you know, about grassing up your neighbour if, if he goes on looking to David Icke, that digital hate thing. They, they want to... Yeah, they can, they can... It's closer than you think. Yeah. I don't want to go off onto this one because it'll derail what we're talking about, but you, you reminded me. So I heard this morning on the way in that, you know, this riot stuff in the US, right? It might have been funded by... Sorry. do the riot? Yep. Yeah, it's coincided, right? To Because, you know... Trump's electing, are going for the, running for the, um, he does his uh, rallies, and that's where he got a lot of his power from last time. That is to disrupt his rallying. It's a it's a false, uh, a, like a, a fake thing to to disrupt disrupts. Well, you his... see the videos that I sent you?
1: The, sorry, no, the pictures. Yeah, were, yeah.
0: The, the crisis, crisis actors. <laughs> it was crisis actors.
1: It was a bit bizarre. All that. I don't want to take anything away. I don't really like talking about Black Lives Matter because it's a bit weird, for us, isn't
0: it? I know. I, I, it's just too polarizing we'll that yeah
1: mm-hmm. yeah we'll stay well clear but there's definitely something go- going on it's um that's all a bit weird but i listened to a new podcast that i've just found and he's quite good i forget what he calls himself now but it is actually just called conspiracy theories and another one and he, he was on sean atwoods the other day right it's about a guy and he talked about i'll have to send you his links it's, i forget what he calls himself but some of these things i'm listening to it and i'm like oh that's quite good and that's quite good but yesterday I listened to one and it was about Liam Gallagher and I thought oh, this might be quite interesting. Liam Gallagher one. And I've actually watched it. He's got Liam Gallagher's got a new document well, a documentary out called As It Was or something like that.
0: Oh, and As You Were.
1: He's ju- As You Were. And and in it is he, he kinda says, but he's joking, he's like, Oasis was meant to be. I don't know who it was, was it the aliens, was it God or something like and he says that and it but he, it's a throwaway Liam Gallagher comment. Yeah. You know what I mean? In my eyes. Yeah somebody who's followed him for quite some time. That's just a flow, but I don't know, was it aliens? It was just meant to be. You get that, you get that saying, don't you? He feels like it was meant to be. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: But this guy, this guy, and I really liked him up until this point, said, and even Liam Gallagher's saying, was it aliens? <laughs> you're like,
0: oh. No, man. it's just, you know. Like, you're
1: yeah. like, good. oh no, because he comes out with some really good ones, like Madonna and all this kind of stuff. He yep. talks about all the symbolism in different films and be like, oh, I didn't realise that. And, but then when he started talking about Liam Gallagher, like, uh, he went off there. What did you do to your finger? Oh uh, yeah, I chopped it. Um, Katie put, a, well, I'm blaming Katie. She put razors <laughs> in with the toothbrushes. <laughs> she fucking do? The it The other day, <laughs> I, it the other day and I was like, Jesus. Was really the <laughs> end of my thing? Well, I Didn't I just Where yeah,
0: she puts razor blades with your mashed potatoes, you want to be worried?
1: Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> So, yeah, so there's quite a bit flying about there. So the Liam Gallagher ones, obviously, we know that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. That's just just absolute crap. But I'll send you a link to him. He's, he's, some of the things he he talks about is quite good, but a lot of it is a bit gossipy. So I think he'll just troll the internet. I'll be sent something like, oh, such and such has said this, and then they'll go, oh, I'll I'll put that in a podcast. Yeah. you're like, "Mm, you should maybe do a look He does loads of research. He's just got a really good one come out on vaccines. Okay. Um. And it's going kind to of be like a four-part thing. And his first, um, his first bit of evidence is actually really good, and you can tell that he's researched it. But some things you can tell he's just throwing them together a bit like
0: us. Well, there you go. It's partly not it. Do you know what? Right? If if so, imagine you are uh, in. You have the opportunity to manage a band in this day and age, and you have to make that make that young band, young five-piece. Let's say pop band, not not say guitar band. Let's say like a no, no. Let's let's say guitar band, right? Because you have some uh, knowledge of all that stuff. Um, And and you you saw this band playing in a pub, and you thought they got some good songs. Them and you took a punt on them. What what steps would you go through in in today's day and age to make them uh, appear uh, appealing to to the market then?
1: Yeah, it's good. it's good. I don't know. I think what you'd, you'd obviously have to start... You'd have to get on all social platforms, and that would have to look really professional, wouldn't it? Yeah. Sleek professional marketing on there. Little short clips and music videos. Um, Where would you spend you your money?
0: It. If you had... say, And you had, you had 10 grand.
1: It'd be vi- videos and advertising.
0: Right. Yeah, I would say that as well. So before, you'd spend your money getting your CDs pressed up, wouldn't you? You know, like you'd need... Oh, I need... Yeah. Uh, 500 quid to get some CDs pressed up to sell at the gigs, right? I'd say to the band now, um, we don't need to do that. We're going to give everything away. Um, I think, yeah, I think
1: you, you give some
0: merch away as well. I think you're right. Yeah, and that money, I'd buy what you just said. I'd buy some Facebook posts. I'd I'd, I'd buy some pre-roll ads. And I'd also... Do
1: have, I don't really have Instagram. Do they have ads on Instagram?
0: They do, actually, yeah. And that's the only social media one I do because it's easy. And it's like a numbnut like me, I just scroll up like that and go... Bleh. But like they do get adverts on there, um, and I, I'd, I, I'd, apparently, uh, I, it's still common practice in the industry today, and I think this is the number one way of getting some clout quick, is a buy on of a, a tour for a bigger, bigger artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now do you know when I went to see um, uh, George in Manchester last in October? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. There was a mother daughter. Oh, they were bloody awful. Right, but there was they had the crowd in the hands, and uh, it was awful. And it was like karaoke. They were called the Bells. Oh, that sounds real bad that I'm slagging them off, right? They might be good, but they they, they weren't good on that on that occasion, right? And uh, the mother played the guitar, I think, and the daughter sung, and they just did covers, right? And I thought the the, the only reason they're there is because paid for that exposure, right? You know, to JoJo's yeah, yeah. crowd. So I would do that. I would get a band, right, and I'd pay pay them. As a tour uh, to get on a tour, to give him some sort of like, because if you, now, it's almost like an endorsement from a that big. You have to pay. Apparently, yeah, I mean, it's been.
1: Record companies have been paying each other for years to do it, aren't they? But the fact that anybody can do it now, I
0: guess. Yes. I read a book when I was at college, right, and it was it was called, oh, the oh something like the band Bible or something like that, right? But the, it it had a, examples of what you do. You buy your buy on for ten thousand dollars. It was this band got a buy on in the. uh to support REM, and they open for REM to an half-empty stadium, right? So the stadium's got like a couple of hundred people in at this point, and they, you're going on, but they could turn around and go, "We opened for REM on the last tour," so therefore existing REM fans are going, "I'll check these out." You know what I mean? It gives you that; it lets you bypass a few yeah, yeah, things. It
1: is. And it's same when you go to, to I don't know. Like, I don't know how you do it these days. I think websites. Are, I think websites are, are, are underestimated.
0: You think because,
1: yeah, I think they are. I think they're undervalued. I think a good website is still a good thing to have to, you know, like you were saying before, for your digital platform. Because what you used to do before is they used to put like pictures of the bands into all the profiles and they used to have all the bios and stuff. You can just put that on a website now, can't you? Well, yeah, I think the website but... is still, I think, a website is still a really good idea. I think your pages and stuff like that on social media are good. I think a website where you can actually manipulate and scroll across and look into different things, merch, you can look into affiliations, you can look into loads of different things. So I think for, so like you say there, if you've got a band and it's supported REM, that could be on your website, couldn't it? It could be, but it
0: could be on your social media. And what did Gary Vee say? You go where the attention is. So you might not personally like TikTok. You might think it's man numbingly boring. But if you had a businessman, you go, the attention is on TikTok right now. So I will put all my money into advertisements on TikTok.
1: I do, I do get that. I do get that. But what I also think, and one of the reasons that I don't do all these social media is, I ain't cornered um, Facebook yet, and there's billions of people on there. Or am I being too narrowing my thinking?
0: No, you're not. I think what you're doing. And
1: in, and in, 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 in the same people on Facebook,
0: that's on TikTok. No, because it's a different, TikTok. the younger market, right? So you you are right, and I think this is where you you haven't why you said you do not going to Facebook, I think your age group, you think Facebook's going to have your biggest demographic on it. But if you're yeah. under 21, it's now TikTok. So if your music, yeah. you want to appeal to them, fine. But if you're looking for a more mature audience, no one our age is that bothered about flicking through TikTok. It's just not going to give you the satisfaction, but they'll be more involved on Facebook. Instagram's that middle market, and I think that's losing, but if, so if we, we was going to put a band together and we had this... No, let's wind it back a bit, right? So we've got a five-piece little group that sings real good pop music, right? So we made up some tracks. We got we spent a little bit of money in the studio and we got two tracks. We didn't go for an album. We got two tracks, right? But we also put all our money and our budget into to get something good. Then we made a relatively low-budget video because it doesn't matter about that. Now the next step would be I'd, every day I'd make every one of them vlog, right? And all I do is their daily lives, because I want people to buy into I want the kids to buy into them, and the more content we put out, the more they're going to stay with it. Then I'll buy ads on TikTok, and I'll and I'll target the ads you that way. Ads you can buy ads on everything, because Pell downloaded TikTok for the first time yesterday, right, and it drove me crazy. I'll finally let her have it. She ain't got an account, and she sits there scrolling, she showed me this morning before I came in, Show me some kids doing, that. Da- they're all doing dances, right, so if you can get,
1: yeah, Freya's got it, yeah.
0: if you can get some kids doing a little dance to your tune, and then other ones do it, then it takes momentum so I'll do that. So if I was if yeah, I if I was Malcolm McLaren and I had the Sex Pistols i will be like what are we going to do now? You got to um well I'd do the same yeah, thing yeah, but I'd put them on a different platform. It wouldn't be about spending money doing tours. I'd get him a buy on to get a bit of exposure but I'd do I'd spend everything else on social media. 100% social media. Um yeah, and that, so. and that would create the illusion what we're talking about of success already because the little kid who doesn't think as deep as we are. They're going to go that's it. That's them, Do you know what I mean? The amount of, in it fact, is
1: the, it's the, it is them dances attached to it as well. isn't it on TikTok yeah. they all love it and they all get to know. The...
0: Yeah, it's a good, it's just a marketing play, is it? Absolutely. That Dama de C I can't even say it. Is it Dama de Mesita? Aye, aye. All the kids doing dances to that. You know what I mean, don't you? That green alien doing that mad dance. I don't
1: know if I've seen that one. You
0: will have seen it, right? You probably blocked it out, but it's it's on YouTube and it's had like so many views, right? It's like a green animated alien and it does this mad dance to this sort of tune. Um is the tune isn't is not it's awful, but yet yeah, it's had so much views and so many people love it. But what pe- what people like about it is that getting involved and reposting their version of it. So what you do, you play it on your TV, you stand in front of your TV and you get someone to film it doing it like that. And it's like a bit of fun. It gets people involved and you couldn't do that with an Oasis record, could you? So I think the no. <laughs> I think looking at the ma- your market so you're not, so you go, right, well, we are producing music for audio files. They're not concerned the fact that we are putting out high resolution files. We're not producing uh, music for cool 20 plus something. who think they've got it all stitched up. We're not producing music for 30, 40 year olds who are a bit more mature anyways. So we're producing music for these 16 and unders. What are 16 unders like? they like this integration with the social media. That's where they are. Um, I reckon you could, I reckon if you had the time and effort, you could, and you had the time and effort to produce a lot of consistent content. You could break some up for relatively cheap, where years ago you'd need tens of thousands. Yeah. I should put my money where yeah, my mouth is, though, shouldn't I? Yeah,
1: have you got the money to do it,
0: though? No, but I don't need tens of thousands. <laughs> I reckon I reckon you could do it for just time and effort. I reckon you could do it for a couple of grand tops, and that's buying an adverts. It'd,
1: it'd be weird, though, because you'd have to go out looking for kids to put in
0: a band. I know, and that's where you get, uh, come and look at me records. In my van, yeah. Well, you'd have to, you'd have to use your own kids too, because you don't want to get into trouble there. But you know, yeah. So, so it's like with, you know, like rappers and stuff. They hire this big. Uh, I saw a documentary before where um, they hire uh, what's it called, blink. Yeah, yeah, just just for a night to to appeal that they've got twenty million in the bank when the. Don't.
1: Uh, have you seen the videos on YouTube where they get called out on the fake stuff when they're walking? No, no. And he's like, oh, uh, they're good damn videos, mate. So they're like, right, and they're like experts with them. And so they like, uh, Little Uzi. But yeah, I know he's got loads of money. anyway, so He's probably not him. But somebody with not as much money as somebody like Little Uzi. I'll go, come over here, come over here. Let's have a look at your Rolex. And they'll go, well, that's fake because this is doing that. And they're like, huh. Uh. Called out on wearing it. Which, you know, it is. Why would why would you bother?
0: Do you know what? My favorite podcast. And I like I Consider, I'm not into that music at all. I just like the guy, and I I like it as entertaining. Are you heard of the No Jumper podcast? No, yeah. it, it's it's well, it's a guy called Adam Twenty Two, and his background is um he opens, opens has a skate shop in not a skate shop a BMX shop in LA called On Some Shit, and he's he's a white guy um in his our age, but he is very prominent in this you know SoundCloud rapper stuff. And he managed, and you know, XXX, he asked him to be his manager because he wanted a manager. So he went to Adam and said, Manage me. And he just had a bit of clout on social media. So what he what he did, he, he has this now podcast called No Jumper. And he has like, uh, he also, he was a manager for a while of um, Little Peep, who's best mates of him. Um, I'm trying to think of all the rappers, but like, do you know, like all these so called SoundCloud rappers, um, he has them on, right? But he also, as, he's, as you're watching his podcast, you can pay. Like a couple of hundred dollars for him to review your video. But he doesn't all back. If he thinks it's shit, it'll rag it. But if he thinks it's good, it gives you some credit. And people can pay. So we me and you could make a sound class, a video, a rap video, and we could pay him via PayPal is it and just it, rap he deals with. Yeah, it's only it's only that type of stuff. But the fact is, if you're confident in your stuff, for a little bit of outlay, you can get so make, what's this podcast called? No jumper. And he goes out with his pornos porno star and uh that's his missus and Oh I tell you what, right, he was saying as well, he was earning forty grand a month purely off YouTube, right, as an extra rate of income stream. And then once once uh, last year when YouTube cha- changed things around, it dropped down to four grand a month. So it went from forty to four grand overnight like that. But it makes money on other other places. But you wanna watch his watch his um his channel's YouTube, great.
1: YouTube's rinsed it now. They're they're, they're taking all the money out. They obviously. Yeah, exactly.
0: They're like, you want our platform? Then you pay for it if you like. Um, so yeah, so he, you can buy yourself some. That's almost like having a buy on it, a gig, but you can buy yourself someone with a already pre existing uh market if you like. And if he gives you the thumbs up, then wow, that's pretty good. That. So I think. Where you can get expose yourself to to, to people you don't need we that do
1: something
0: like that for bands hey tell you what if you if there's a band there's a podcast out there yeah, absolutely if a band wants to come we don't charge charge but we'd definitely play it and talk about them because that's what we do in it we like bands we have had a history of being in bands um but yeah this because because of adam twenty two's sort of background um with that scene. He's got some credibility and, and people pay for it. He was one of the first that could people... The next, that, could, that could be a next little
1: spin-off for us, you know, when we get the tape and we're allowed to meet up again, when we get the tape player going. Just, that's what you wanted to do before, it? get the band in, talk about the music, fire it out.
0: Yeah, and do like a a a, a custom piece for the show, if you like. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. exist anywhere but on our show. Or a perform- yeah, custom yeah. performance, but it has to be like sort of unique, so a stripped-down version or something like that. Um. But yeah, that that was interesting. So to, you know, he sort of he also talks quite candidly about like uh oh what's the other rapper? Little Zane, little Zan. Right? So yeah. he, he's good mates with him and he follows him around and he goes to some little house where you wouldn't think he's making big big records, and in it there's a kid with a computer, two producers if you like, and they're just knocking out beats, the buy beats. Um what's other rapper is it made made of beats that he produces stuff for like a uh, Canadian kid produces stuff for like uh, what's he called those oh, massive right now with the tattoos on his face with the dreads post Malone sold him oh, yeah. sold him his beats you know so he makes a, a tune He buys them found him on YouTube and then you know he's big, big big this but yeah the whole way you can sort of make money now um, it's about the individual and how much they're willing to put in effort in front of a keyboard I think and learning the software if you can learn the software, it's like learning an instrument. Now you learn your guitar, you don't need to do that. You need to learn how to do fruity loops or whatever it is. Um, do you know what I mean? If you learn the software, you're all of a sudden, you've come real useful. And then you, some guy or some other people need you to record them or produce some beats because you can knock it out quick. There you go. I think the new talent now is learning the software. Get kids to learn software opposed to learning the instruments because software will yeah. play your instruments for you. But on that note... <laughs> Uh, what we touched upon. So, just, just about to make money off <laughs> off the internet. If we have touched upon that, um, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. You're not going to make money. We we we've sort of concluded you're not. Gonna, you don't make much money from streams. We have to do a bit more than that. Um, there's no money
1: in streams anymore. No, I don't know if there's any. You've got. I think you've got to be prepared to work in your life as well. Say that again, Dan. You know, you know, keeping up to date with your Instagram, documenting your life. Like yeah. Putting, your, putting your, your whole self out there. Like so a little like reality show to go
0: along with it. 100% that is right. If you can keep up with the daily vlogs, letting people into your life, um, showing what you think you they need to see, people will buy into it. And then there's the chances are that you could sort of like, you know, get some somewhere from that, some exposure. Yeah. Right, mate. Good, good, good. Right.
1: Yeah, this, this laptop hasn't come on, so I'm going to have to look into that. Oh, well, uh, take your
0: control. battery out, and then if it plugs in and it's comes it's back nice. on, then you might be might have diagnosed it. But on that note, yeah. I'll sign yeah. us out. Cheers, G. No worries, well done, buddy. Speak to you soon. See you, bud. Can you see my yacht? No, it's all right. I'm just having it cleaned. All right, bye-bye.